2: Hello and welcome to the 286th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in lovely Orlando, Florida.
3: Hey, this is Matt in beautiful, wintry Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: And this is Spencer in Boston, uh, just polishing off the last dunks of the day, you guys. Uh guys. <laughs> I got uh, no. two sugars, two creams, and I'm ready to podcast. That's
2: oh, So boss, going to be so good. <laughs> all right, guys, there is so much to talk about. We have a stacked agenda. We got some great listener um, email. We have a quick hashtag slow ride. Um, we definitely struck a nerve with all of our needs for the the heel and cycling. And guys, I could not be more excited. But first, <laughs> little guy. Let's get to some bike racing. Yeah. What do we have to talk about?
3: Well, you know, uh, we're two weeks, two weeks or so out from Umloop, the start of the season. So there's not, there's not much going on. You guys want me to do a quick list of yeah. what happened this weekend? Okay.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. See. Road there's, seasons two weeks away. Yeah. Th-
2: and then we'll, pick, yeah, we'll each pick one to talk about or something. Yeah, it's There's not
3: really road not season. It's not really cross anymore. So okay. we had the Elmeri Classic today. Ackerman won that. We had Provence. Uh, that was a couple-day stage race. Quintana won that. We had the Trophy Lagube Italian. Giacconi won that. We had a Tour of Colombia. Higinta won that. We had New Zealand National Championships. I'm going to bury the lead on that and save that. We had Murcia. That uh, our boy Zandro won. And we had a Super Prestige and an Atheist Cross. And there's probably some other race that I'm forgetting. What do you guys want to talk about? Because there's no racing yet.
1: Huh.
2: Spencer, what do you want to talk about?
1: I mean, I was just going to make dumb jokes. Because there's no bike racing right now. Um, right. No bike racing.
2: Nothing. There's no bike racing. Okay, guys. We could talk a lot about bike racing. Let's get to the most important story. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? That's at Marion Roos. No. I probably said that wrong. But- I know- I don't she know. She was this name. Tony Galapan's wife for a listener emailed us to say 12 years.
1: Thanks she is now God. dating
2: Julian Ala Philippe, and they posted a lovely selfie from the tour of Columbia. <laughs> I got to say, <laughs> this is hands down some Macho Man turning on Hulk Hogan heel level stuff happening um, here by Julian Ala Philippe. And I am 100% here for it. Ala Philippe just took the wolf pack to like the ultimate Bad guy stable. I am so into this. Like, oh man, yeah. So he looks, he looks so swarmy in that photo too. We talked <laughs> we, we, about I this mean, last week. He always looks. Smart.
1: And and we were we were you know kind of tossing it around a little bit, trying to be like, oh, who who could the who would be the bad guy? You know, whatever. Never did Julian Alfleep come across my radar as possibly being the bad guy, but now that he is, now that he's flown <laughs> his flag. It makes so much sense, you guys. Oh,
2: he's that facial hair thing he's got going on is the ultimate, ultimate bad guy move.
1: It's, it's yeah. a, the he's. Those would he's be better. Right he, the role. he didn't. We didn't have to make him read for it. He just came in and took the oh, the leading role in
2: this, this, this production. This is so amazing. The only thing that would make it better is if he walked around with a toothpick in his mouth because oh. Alafelipe Al- maybe, maybe he does. Oh my god! Like, and he's got Al-Philippe. the wolf
1: pack with him. <laughs> like he's he's it's it's tailor made for this. <laughs>
2: The poor Tony Gallopin over there on AG2R, and he's like, "Where's my help, guys? <laughs> then, like, the, I don't have the wolf pack. Yeah, I'm the team with brown shorts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a rough uh, that's a rough go for for Tony. Um,
2: yeah, I mean Tony kind of like he's a good dude, but Alaphilippe, I mean that dude's a stallion. He's winning all those bike races. <laughs> like, <laughs>
3: yeah, maybe maybe it's for the best. Tony had a bad year last year. Maybe this means he's going to clear his head. Yeah gonna have refocus. a good focus
2: yeah so you know? I, w- I would like to give a uh, a quick uh, shout out on that one to um a friend of the pod that emailed us in uh heinrich bloom who hit us up right away with saying drama in the peloton and he got he was the first to get us to us oh, yeah. on yeah, valentine's it. day yeah so amazing that that's when the posting happened <laughs> so henrik uh thank you so much for letting us uh know about this but um that is some good stuff little guy clearly we are here to talk a little bit about bike racing and since I'm already talking, I'm just going to go right away to the lead. <laughs> Nairo mm-hmm. Quintana, he's back, back, baby. Now, now it ha- was pointed out on the Slow Ride Twitter account that mm-hmm. if you s- squint your eyes enough, it looks like in that new kit of him, of his, mm-hmm. that they got the gradient of Ineos perfectly down.
1: <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Um,
2: they do. Nairo's back. Movistar has got to be freaking out about this. Because he may actually have his periodization dialed here, where he's peak in February.
1: Uh-huh. It's going <laughs> to yeah, go down in March and April,
2: and maybe into May, definitely into June, coming right back up. It's like a sound wave, boys. Uh-huh. Nairo, podium of the tour.
3: Podium? See. Yeah, that's right back to where we started,
2: I guess. Bargill will be there to help him because he clearly wasn't there to help. Him.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how I can tell that Tim's not totally bought into this yet because no. he said Nairo podium, not Nairo winning the tour.
2: I, yeah. I, I gave up that ghost a little bit. Well, we'll talk well, about that a little bit later cool. when I, uh, when I spring one on you guys, but I got to say Nairo yeah. climbing the tour Malay at record record speed is he what was coming across my
3: everybody the, else. Yeah. It wasn't even close. He was in a completely different league. Now,
2: than the I did hear it didn't go all the way to the top that Pantani no. went to, but for where he was, he had the top time.
3: Yeah, it wasn't all the way to the top, so don't get too excited, Tim. It's still February. <laughs> it's still early days. But I got to say, that team, they've reinvigorated you know, Nairo and Buhani,
0: yeah. and
3: there was that, there was that shot f- from sometime this week of those two hugging after I don't know which one of them won because they're both winning bike races again, which is crazy. And it's uh, who would have thought Nairo and Buhani that would be the meshing <laughs> that you needed to bring either of their careers back, much less both but of them back. It's, 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 it's sometimes it's, it's the ingredient you don't think to add that's the ingredient you need. Okay,
2: let's talk about this for a second, little, little guy. Like, just think about this. We're saying bring his career back. Nairo's only 30 years old. That's what's crazy about this, right? And he just turned thirty, like on February fourth. So, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But he had a bit, but.
2: So's Buhani, right? <laughs> He's probably thirty. I know. But I'm just saying, like, like we we throw these guys under the bus because they haven't been around. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Can we stop talking about so, Nairo?
1: Hang on. Now I wanna I wanna circle back real quick to this mountaintop uh, fi- finish, quote unquote, where it's not all Mount the way middle. to the top. Yeah, because this sounds perfect. This sounds ideal. Whenever <laughs> I'm trying to make some uh, epic climb, right about halfway is where I'm thinking, maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe I should just call it here. Can I just draw the finish line? I'm pretty into this February racing uh, calendar, you guys. Maybe maybe I've been looking at my calendar
2: all wrong. No, we're, this is what we're going to do at Kansas, Spencer. We're just going to get out some spray paint, run ahead real quick, yeah. and draw a line, be like, oh, well, I guess we would. There we go. Done. Now, um, the Niro. Good job. Nairo. stoked. As you guys know, I'm absolutely like thrilled. Luis Leanne yeah. Sanchez won a race as well. We don't need to talk about that too much. Right. But, but he's there. <laughs> so Astana's looking good. They're getting some great motor pacing. Um, for sure. Yeah. The, the motor well, pacing is definitely helping.
3: Well, they were, they were second and third in, behind in the GC there behind Nairo. you know? So, uh, our boy Litsenko, who doesn't have a case against them. So we're yeah,
2: talking. what's up with that little guy? So Folsang and Lisenko, hey, they
3: I don't know, It's hearsay.
2: It's hearsay. Now, do they have a regular case starting? Like, do they no. have anything else on these guys? Okay, so it no, is hearsay. It was so all. It was
3: all. In. It was all just. I mean, it sounds like it was. It was somebody thought they saw Ferrari motor pacing them, which. Whatever. And then they started an investigation and then they said, ah, oh, there's nothing there. And then somebody leaked the fact that there's nothing there.
2: Yeah, it's kind of, so, it is kind of shitty if there wasn't anything there, you know?
3: It's, it's super shitty. Super shitty. Because <laughs> dumbasses like us are talking about it. <laughs> dragging them through the mud. All right. But, you know, who knows? It is, it is a So I won't hold my breath too long.
2: Can, can we get to more exciting news? Talk about burying the lead. Shane Archbald winning the New Zealand national championships by two seconds over George Bennett. Mm-hmm. Now Glorious. a lot of you are going who's Shane Archibald. Well, you definitely know that we know because we accidentally clicked on his pro cycling stats page a few <laughs> weeks back and we saw the evolution of arguably the greatest haircut the world tour has ever known. Highly recommend it. Go check yeah. it out. Now you his gotta- name on Instagram, I believe is the flying mullet or something like that. So he really is embracing this. But, oh, yeah, um, I
3: mean he must. The oh, shot of him coming across the line, even with the helmet on, even with the arrow helmet on, you can still witness the mane peeking out, and he he's a big dude. It's glorious. He looks like he's gonna he won a bike race, and after that he's probably gonna like go slaughter some animals or something. He's 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 a mighty man.
2: Now, this is his top result um that he's had in a while, besides like a third place in a stage at the Tour of Sylvania. When he was racing for Bora, so he left Peter Sagan's shadow, and now he's winning races.
3: Well, kind of. I think he like, did, I think he fractured his hip or something a couple years ago. <sighs> recent, he, he had an I mean, injury.
2: Way to be a realist, little guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, what other racing do we uh, want to talk about? There's some cross uh, racing. I didn't know that was still happening.
3: That that was good, but cross season's over, even though it's still going on. I think we I should just talk just Columbia, because. It's uh, always a great race, and EF Education completely
2: dominated it. So EF was out there dominating it, indeed. With Higuita taking the victory, looking good. Have we? I know we haven't done our pizza rankings on the EF yeah. kit, but this one, this version is way better than last year's version. Just going to throw that one out there. Uh,
3: I think me and Spencer decided on episode when you weren't here that it's not as good as last year, yeah. but it's still probably the best. In the Peloton.
2: How shocking that you guys got that one wrong. <laughs> um so little guy, what do you say, want to talk about with Columbia? Tour of Columbia. Well, I want to
3: say one, uh EF, top three on GC. Pretty ridiculous with Higinta, Martinez, and Casedo. Now
2: Bernal looked pretty good in one of the mountain stages though.
3: Yeah, yeah. Bernal looked good. Uh, but I was excited about Higeta, especially because Mitch docker is gonna probably get us that interview soon with Higeta that we're waiting for. So we're waiting for it, Mitch. The thing I want to talk about especially is it's all Colombians and Ecuadorians in the top 10 except for a guy uh-huh. named Torsten Trae T R A E And are, now are I want to bring this guy up especially Are you take what? are you are you taking me somewhere here? I'm taking you somewhere in this. This guy rides for the Uno X Norwegian Development team. He he's got almost no real results. I feel like I'm going a scout corner. Yeah, I'm taking you to a little place, Tim, on this Torsten train to Scout Corner, to <laughs> Scout Corner, where we pick the up-and-coming racers, and we mention them first before anybody else mentions them, and then we are the only cool ones forever and all time. We mention him first. Torsten train. Get, get on the train. Who is I, he? He's got, like, no results.
1: I'm on the train. He has, like, I, no results. He got. He's, he has he,
3: fine results, but like this, this is his like biggest result. And I, I wonder if he's this like weird, I always wonder if there's these like weird, uh, freaky nature guys who like maybe never get to ride up a mountain and they're just like an average racer. And then you like stick them at like some crazy altitude and it turns out that's their natural habitat and nobody knows it. And that was where he went. And suddenly he's the only non like South American that lives at altitude that's hanging with these guys.
2: Maybe he's one of yeah. these Norwegians that hangs out above the Arctic Circle. So mm-hmm. he's, I don't know.
3: You know. I just want to make sure that everybody hears us talk about him now. So when he gets... Because he's signed up to this UNOX Norwegian development team. Oh, he's totally getting up. Yeah. up. Oh yeah, no, he's getting poached. After this result, <laughs> he got ninth on GC. Vodders Va- is like already lowballed
2: balled up $20,000. Hey, man, oh, you know maybe, he has. maybe you could do this race next year.
3: I mean the other the other guy in this top ten is is there's an Androni guy this Miguel Eduardo Flores guy who's yeah. also super young that guy's going to get poached and be on I'm going to assume either Movistar or Ineos next year I'm going to make that call yeah. right now so Colombia is great because you just get to look and anyone you don't know in the top ten or fifteen you can just start speculating which pro tour teams they're going to go to you know it's it's
2: <laughs> well easy-peasy. I. I'm happy to be in Scout Corner here, little guy. Good work. We are definitely going to claim him. And don't worry, if we start talking about him, or people do, we're definitely going to tell you. You heard it here first on the Slow Ride Podcast. Um, other things that were going on, of course, was Pascal Ackerman taking a victory for Bora on the one-day race in Spain, and Elmira over at Christoph and Viviani. Pretty sweet victory for them. But, little guy, you raised a much more important thing that was happening um, in the world of general sport. And you had a really good question. Um, obviously, there's the big s- sign-stealing scandal here in Major League Baseball with the Houston Astros just just totally being the biggest bad guys in the history of baseball. Um, <laughs> biggest. Banging trash cans and stealing signs. So what were you thinking?
3: Well, I was thinking about it. everyone's got a radio. We know how the, the Razors are robots. They got the radio piece in the air. They must steal. They must listen to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are they on encrypted? You guys think
1: they're on like encrypted <laughs>
3: now, bandwidths? I, I, I have like, seen I some,
1: some team budgets and things, and I don't think yeah. they're springing for anything. <laughs> okay. I, I think maybe no, team, no, exactly. team Sky
3: is. But, yeah, you know. so Ineos. So, but like, other than that, they must all be able to, to mess around with the dial and listen to each other. So, like, you can't tell me that they're not listening. Like, every team well, car, I would assume, would have the Ineos. The Ineos one, just like one guy, the guy, the mechanic in the back seat, would be just listening to the Ineos one, and be like, "Uh,
2: bro, so this talking. is this is a really good question." So I actually dialed up my dad um, earlier this week because he's a big ham radio guy. He comes to Orlando twice a year for the Ham Radio Fest, okay. and I asked him once to investigate getting us team radios when we had our own team, uh, and yeah. he said that we there is a band like a a, a segment. Like a band over the course of the radio dial spectrum that people could listen in on. However, he suggested that most of them are probably using a digital band that is similar to like mm. the Nextel radios. Oh, so Remember when okay. we had our Nextels? So yeah. that there's a lot more just point and click type situation going on. So he was saying okay. that there's that technology now where you can have a closed circuit amongst. Mm. So we'd have to listen to maybe Mitch Docker can help us out here, but. I do remember when so the domestic team harder. came to Nature Valley Grand Prix, they were very protective of what frequency they were using. So then it would have been more public. But if yeah, it was just but frequency. I think in I mean, World you Tour, could just—they're definitely using some uh, private bands. Sweep
3: around. So okay. So then only any of us stealing other teams is is probably what we can we can <laughs> get from that. Because if it is super complicated and, and a high budget, we know that. Well, maybe NTT, like they're actually in telecommunications. Like that's what that company <laughs> does. So maybe, oh, holy crap. Okay. You guys are right. NTT, we're, yeah. we're giving Bjarni all the credit for this like resurgence uh-huh. of NTT <laughs> this year with more wins than other wins. But maybe it's because they changed from dimension data to NTT, got all the might of this Japanese telecommunications company behind them, started stealing. Uh, other teams is radio waves, uh-huh. and now they know what everyone's gonna do. They know when to attack. They know everything.
1: So, little guy, okay, take All this right. one step further. Like Ooh, okay. I, I like where you're going. Mm-hmm. How long has this been going on?
3: Did, well, I gotta I, assume did, it's been going on for years. Yeah, right.
1: Now, if Bjarni is in this in the NTT world, was he into it in the T-Mobile world?
3: Back, yeah, T-Mobile, CSC days. Now, Even so, yeah. T- yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Probably. And, and then T-Mobile was, was the first ones, probably.
1: Exactly. Was, was Jan and Bjarni using this technology mm-hmm. provided them their sponsor to work against the U.S. Postal Team uh, and one Lance Armstrong, who have a notably strong relationship with Motorola?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's
1: oh, true. This is very, oh, my God. That's a very good answer. point. We're going to break this thing wide open.
3: It's really adding up. Now, I'm trying to think of other teams from that time period that could have been... WordPerfect could have just printed you out a document. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. <laughs>
2: WordPerfect's like, no one can crack our, our uh-huh. code. We have we have five and a half inch floppy disks. Yeah,
1: they were sending memos from the team car. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. Oh, man. Spencer, I didn't even think about that. Motorola was deep, deep, deep in on this now, stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, remember, cell phone technology back in the day, right, mm-hmm. was all analog. That's how Motorola really got into this. Um, mm-hmm. And then eventually the cell phones. I think we're onto something. This is actually how Lance really cheated. Um oh. it, it wasn't it wasn't blood doping. No, it mm-hmm. was. He knew when they were going to attack. That's how that's how yeah. he did the look. He did the look. He turns around, looks at Jan. He's like, "I already heard it on the radio, man. <laughs> He's like yeah. like you can't do it. Like you yeah. already heard already said you couldn't do it." Oh boys, I think we just cracked the case. Yeah, i call up George.
3: I'll do it. I have a Motorola phone.
2: <laughs> oh, so. Perfect. So, guy, I think you're onto something here, um, oh, but man. can I tell you something else I did this weekend? Do do tell.
1: So, wait, does it, hang on, wait. just <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Does that mean that Ineos are the Houston Astros of cycling?
3: Uh, oh, they're like sure. Houston Astros times 10. What's, what's like Houston Astros plus a pile of garbage? <laughs> the, well, the <laughs> Yankees, right? The Yankees. They're yeah. the Houston Astros and the Yankees combined. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, did you, to, I mean, the, they literally make
3: garbage. Up. I mean, let's, that's what Ineos does. So, so let's take,
1: wait. So, I thought the quick step were the Yankees.
3: Yeah, that's true. They might be. They're the Red Sox, yeah. dude. I
2: don't know. The Red Sox might be on a, Let's. Did you guys see this latest thing about the Houston Astros? Let, let me... No, about how I can guarantee where, you I did not. Okay.
3: <laughs> I've been reading some, but I'm, so, I'm out So, of the guy league,
2: hits so. the game-winning home run in, like, 2017, right? Yeah. And then he's seen running to the home plate, and he's holding on to his jersey saying don't take off my jersey, don't take off my jersey. And then he Uh immediately goes into the dugout and he changes his jersey and puts on his t-shirt. There is a lot of YouTube Twitterati sleuthing going on about this scene because it was very awkward Uh that he was actually wearing a buzzer because some there's photos of him with like a wire that goes down with a little buzzer that would be like over his heart that would buzz if an off-speed pitch was coming. So then he would know to hold up. And that's why he didn't want... So this this is some next level stuff that Wait, we could I totally see riders doing this. Like like you thought cycling was dirty,
3: no baseball. So he, dirty. Why why would they take his jersey off though?
2: Because then it would have exposed the wire. Because he was wearing no, but, a wiser in the buzzer. Because yeah, he, yeah, 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 he hit a. Yeah, yeah. He hit a off why were they going to
3: take his jersey off?
2: Because it's celebration, little guy. You're going to the World Series for the first time in 800 oh, years for the Houston Astros. I didn't Astros know they are are did that in baseball. I just thought garbage that was a, franchise. I
3: thought that was a, a football thing.
2: Okay. No, so this, no, 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 is, no, no, no. It was like a, uh... they have a track record of celebrating that way with him, and he claimed like, "Oh, I'm a little shy," you know. And you're like, "Whatever, dude," <laughs> and totally wearing a buzzer, like they, they. Tim. I think they got him.
1: Tim, is this more of a, uh, is this like a Cancellera Boonin video or is this more of a Ryder all wheel spinning video? <laughs>
2: hey, that's a very good point. This is, yeah. I, I'm so happy that the world of cycling conspiracy theories has also gotten into baseball finally.
3: Oh, I mean, it's, I, is so dirty. I, well,
2: I, do you remember like when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa doing their thing? I remember we were all like, mm-hmm. oh man, only if they knew about cycling being this dirty, right? Cause like, <laughs> you're like, that's nothing.
3: Well, oh, it's all these American sports. I I didn't read the Vodder's open letter thing to like other sports thing that was like in the Wall Street Journal. I saw it this week, but I didn't read it because I didn't really care that uh, much. But but I mean, I know it's just like, hey, other sports, American sports, everyone's super dirty, and you're just pretending they're not. So
2: I mean, yeah, no, it's I it's worth. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, and then there's the whole like uh, you know, there's a whole other Operation Puerto thing that seems to be uh coming out here pretty soon in Spain as well. That was announced, what, a month ago. So we have tons of content coming on that, but I want to talk to you guys about what I did my weekend, this weekend.
3: Lots, lots of content. That's okay. how we view every time we see a doping case, we're like, Ooh, content. Oh, jokes. <laughs> well, I didn't um, so, think we'd have anything to talk about next week.
2: <laughs> so we have, um, so here in Florida, the weather's been super awesome. And I was scrolling through my Instagram feed. Two things came up. There's an, there's a BMX jam happening down the uh, kind of maybe like 15 minutes away at one of the BMX parks. All right. It was like stop three of the FL BMX series, Florida so you BMX. went out
1: and bought a BMX?
2: No, not at all.
1: Okay. <laughs> I walked
2: okay. there. Well, I, I drove there with Sarah and uh, in the <laughs> little little Heimar. Yep. Because I wanted to show little Heimar because every night before I go to bed, he wants to watch bike videos. This is his thing. So there's been some great bike videos that I love watching it and he loves seeing people do flips and twists and bar spins. Yeah. So I was he like, knows. well, let's go to this BMX competition. There is a bunch of five-year-olds and like seven-year-olds just ripping around on bikes that were arguably too big. <laughs> Little Heimar. pretty stoked. I'm stoked. Hears. I'm watching this. Sarah's like, man, I'd much rather be like a BMX mom than a hockey mom. This is way cooler. And then, <laughs> um, so we're, we're watching, right? And, Throughout this whole time, um, little Hymar's uh watching, and then like, the competition is just about to get started, and he's like, I want to go to the playground because like behind him, there's like a new playground that had like slides. So, so he goes down there, he sees some kids on striders, he comes back. There was this kid that was nine years old, full face helmet. He had a 14-inch um BMX bike, like so smaller wheels. Mm-hmm. This kid was doing tail whips. Later, oh, yeah. I find out that this kid is on uh, YouTube. And it's like, of course, his name is Caden.
0: <laughs> so he flew in from uh-huh.
2: Washington State to come to this BMX competition. And it's Caden BMX on YouTube. It's C-A-I-D-E-N. Holy crap, guys. Not only does he have 70,000 followers on uh, Instagram, he has 366,000 subscribers on YouTube. This kid is lot. amazing. You should see what he was doing as an eight-year-old. I, like, thank God he's wearing a full-face helmet. He's doing backflips. I could not believe an eight-year-old. I thought I was awesome in my bike handling. Nah, yeah. nothing like yeah. this. Yeah, you yeah. Totally, you thought. guys are going to have to check this out at some point. Um yeah, it's very impressive flying all over the. And he's like sponsored by everybody under the sun. It's like, man, that's... anyway. So then I go home. Little Hymar gets on his Strider, starts walking down the sidewalk, uh-huh. does a three sixty bar spin with his with his bars. Yeah, and I was so proud of him. And he nice. wanted, and he wanted he- helmet stickers. So I got helmet stickers all over. I know this is into parent corner, but oh, uh... BMX is the future, man. And it, I can't wait to get my kid out there doing this stuff.
3: Yeah, I guess it's the future. Feels like the past for me, but I guess so, I'm old. So <laughs> then
2: let, let me let me tell you the next part. Yeah. Uh-huh. I then start Google in Florida BMX. Right? I'm like this this sport is amazing. I never did enough BMX. I know BMX racing a little bit cuz it's in the Olympics, but I don't understand this jump stuff. <laughs> then I came across the Florida Swamp Fest 2020. Google <laughs> that. Oh my god, these guys
3: not specific enough, Tim. If it's, I Google Florida Swamp Fest, I'm going to get like 4,000.
2: Florida thousands. Swamp Fest BMX. Okay, guys. thank you. They they basically, it's like homey fall fest, but for BMX riders, it's plywood jumps, 360 mm-hmm. kind of uh, tunnels, yeah, and yeah. they're doing pipe rides over a swamp. And if you don't, it grinds or whatever, and if you don't make it all the way, you fall into like 10 feet of just mud. It looks amazing. If anyone wants to come to Central Florida to come hang out with me at the Florida Swamp Fest, it's apparently huge. There's thousands of people that go to this thing. I didn't even know this world existed. It's only 50 minutes away from Orlando. I would absolutely love to have some people to go drink some beer and hang out and watch some fools doing some crazy BMX stuff. And the pros that are there are out of this world. Check it out. Florida Swamp Fest BMX. Just Google it.
3: Uh, It sounds good. sounds
2: good your minds are going to be blown when you're watching this.
1: So When, uh, when does
2: this happen, Tim? It's April 4th. Thank you so okay. much for asking. So before sea otter, <laughs> so before, not, uh, before, was- if you want to lose your dig- dignity before sea otter, that's where you want to go.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I was hoping I could tie it into my, uh, My uh, trip for the Doc Hollywood, but I guess I'm going to have to put that off. (laughs) You're going to have to wait (laughs) next year,
2: Spencer. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. When you come for year 11, you're just going to have to stay for two and a half months after the Doc (laughs) Hollywood. Well Well, done. Spencer, you can start wintering down there.
1: I might have to. Uh, Yeah. You know, you're getting to the age. Anyways.
2: I, yeah, I don't know. Um, So yeah, there's that. But guys, let's, uh, let's get into the pre map because when we come back, we have some uh, listener emails and then I've got a new one for you. Anthony Clark, just hanging out, sliding into the Slow Ride Podcast. All right. Once again, we are brought to you by our friends at Works and their Works HydroShot Power Cleaner. You definitely want to check it out. You just go to yourcleanbike.com and you use the promo code GEARUP to save 15% on the whole slew of Works products. Spencer, I finally got my power washer. It is set up, cleaned it, cleaned the bike after the Doc Hollywood, and it was super easy. You guys weren't lying. Amazing with just loading those batteries in there. But I think I want some more stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh it's hard not to get addicted once you get uh, the hydro shot and see how well it's working and how much easier it makes your life. Um, and that's why uh we're we're happy that uh, Works was able to expand. The, uh, the discount beyond just the uh, the hydro shot and give you a whole bunch more options. So definitely head over to uh, yourcleanbike.com and check out all of the stuff on that page. There's a it, ton of stuff. Do and, they have like uh, a that drill that I can use to them.
2: remove, to like remove a, um, a through axle super quick for when there's a, a flat change that needs to happen?
1: Wow, I'm sure question. they do.
2: Heck yeah. See, mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't take the wheel away from me. Yeah, when, yeah. <laughs> when it's time to put the new one on. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh.
2: so no, yeah head uh, over to your clean and use the promo code gear up
1: absolutely awesome. we are also sponsored this week by whoop uh whoop.com is where you can go to uh get all your performance needs taken care of as far as training and recovery and uh, uh health monitoring uh whoop is a wrist worn uh heart rate monitor that tracks uh all of your activity, all of your sleep, all of, all of that stuff, and gives you a, a report on that via their app, um, that's really good, and you can really kind of customize it as to far, as far as to what is, uh, important to you, um, which I really like, and it makes it very simple, it's, a, you know, green, yellow, red, kind of color-coded, you need more of this, you're doing good here, you know, keep it up, um, We've gotten a ton of feedback from listeners that have, uh, taken up, uh, the offer from whoop, which is 15% off a 12 or 18 month subscription. Uh, you get the whoop band for free over at whoop, uh, .com when you use the code WAP, and you'll get 15% off that, uh, that subscription plan as well. But, uh, everybody's really jazzed on it. Um, you know, easy to use, liking it, uh, getting good feedback from it. Um, so we're just excited to bring it to you uh i'd love if you went and checked it out and uh, picked one up for yourself
2: awesome and as always head over to wideanglepodium.com coffee to find out about our great partnership with the folks over at grimper brothers with two exciting coffee blends expressly for the wide angle podium network and with that let's get back to the show What up? This is Storm Squinch,
3: and you're listening to this low Ride
2: Podcast. Alright guys, we have two fantastic emails that we need to get to. The first one, long time first time, comes to us from Ely Beaker. Hey guys, I've been meaning to email you for a while, and last week I f- had the final push to press send. Using info tactics gathered from this venerable podcast, I sold my fixed gear on Craigslist. I've attached Ah. screenshots of the posting, as you can see. I learned well. I also included the winning reply. You can see why I sold it to him. He gets it. Posting. (laughs) The title. Own a piece of Boston track lacrosse history. Then within there. Nailed it. Details out what's on this sweet rig. There's just one break. The front one. Don't be one of those folks that thinks fix means no breaks. You got to be safe out there. There are hold fast straps on the pedals and those bad Larry's are included free of charge. Foot retention is key. If you think you can handle this and you can believe in yourself, hit me up. Well, he got respond and the response was my body is ready. Would love to come try it out. Maybe tomorrow morning between nine or 11 or afternoon between five or seven or a long shot today at 630. Sold. I d- he doesn't say if it's full asking price. So Eli uh sorry if uh you didn't get full asking price. I'm assuming you did because you followed our lead and you don't take any low ball offers.
1: Yeah, firm. That means uh that yeah. means it's a deal.
2: So, he also continues yep. on. In a quick DK200 note, Tim and Spencer as a fellow Boston resident and on behalf uh-huh. of Tim, I'd be happy to help Spencer with tandem training. I don't have a tandem, but I can ride behind him. I think it could work. <laughs>
1: Oh, that sounds great. That's good.
2: Yeah. So there's this additional part. Uh, Spencer, we might have to leave. Um,
1: Oh, dude. Why don't you leave?
2: I'll just read it, but I'll act like I'm not here.
1: Okay. Hang on. Let me just take my headphones off so I can. Yeah, go for
2: it. This part is for little guys' eyes only. Matt, I'm slow. So slow. So very, very slow. If I train with Spencer, it'd be worse than him not actually training at all. I'm trying to set you up for success no matter what DK or your bike throws at you. Pitch this training (laughs) plan hard. Good luck, pal.
3: Well, that's saying a lot. uh, (laughs) But I like it. I like this plan. You slowing Spencer down. Um, All right, I'm back.
1: What was that? I'm sorry. uh, nothing.
3: uh, he said he's, uh, he's going to take some serious polls for you, Spencer. That's what he said. Anyways.
2: Serious
1: awesome. Pulls. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need some motor pacing cause I don't have Ferrari out here. Um, yeah, you know, do
2: you That's guys know about scary. this track lacrosse stuff? I see like these posts yeah. every now and then, is it just track bike cyclocross racing? Yeah. Yeah. So is it like the new bike polo? The thing that I'm just too old to understand?
3: Oh yeah. Uh, you played bike polo 25 years ago or whatever the hell we played. Yeah. When we were when we were on the cutting edge, um, I don't know somebody might do track. I feel like people say track lacrosse and then they like build a bike and then they never do it.
2: So I kind of short selled a little bit of uh, Eli's uh, in- info here in the intro, but it was this is the bike that finished DFL at the Alston Velo Cycle- Cycling's inaugural track lacrosse race. Does it go from A to point A to point B reliably? Sure. Will you look so sick going from A to B? Absolutely, there you go. This is good. That was a good post. That is, um, is an A congrats. plus
1: uh, advertisement. I am not surprised to hear that he sold that. Book. Yeah. No, so if
2: anyone needs uh, you know help on Craigslist, feel free to reach out to us. We can do our best. But um, Eli absolutely nailed it, and uh, it is uh, great to hear from him. So we got one more email. This one is. In response to the bad guy, bad women in cycling conversation we had last week, Paul hits us up. There's there's a lot to this email, so we are going to get through this a little bit. It says, hi, loving the podcast. Yes, Betsema is a bad guy, but hate for Betsema all seems to be with North Americans. Someone has to say this, though. First, the reference of two failed drug tests. The tests were only a few short weeks apart from each other. And as the writer was unlikely aware of the first result before the second result, She could be on the same contaminated supplements. It's hardly surprising that there were two failed tests. They were not six months or a year apart, so it makes it sound like repeated failed drug tests is misleading. Secondly, the reference to the sanction of a ban for the offseason or just six months between April to October makes it sound like no real sanction was applied. But she was provisionally banned until a decision was made, so she missed almost the entire 1920 season. And lost all of her UCI points from what I can see on the UCI rankings, which loses her world ranking and puts her at the back of the grid and precludes her entry to World Cup events. People who keep repeating the out-of-season ban story are deliberately pushing the same hateful narrative. She was my favorite cross-crosser last season and a very skillful rider, but I liked her less when she started winning lots of races. She was very upset from the failed test and has been an uphill battle since last year. And now there are a lot of nasty comments from people who don't appear to think that people can appeal and don't apparently believe in due process. So I'm a big supporter, whatever you say. First off, I appreciate this email. And you're not done yet. We'll, we'll get to the, the second, much better part, Paul. I don't know enough about this, but I do know that I was I was not aware that she was provisionally suspended. I thought that she had already had a suspension. So maybe... I'm one of these people promoting the failed narrative that I had been spoon-fed, force-fed to me by the (laughs) cycling Illuminati. I was led to believe that she is a horrible human being for failing two drug tests. Yeah, I didn't know that the drug tests were that close together because that does kind of that should be one drug test. Yeah. Well, yeah, I knew there. It's kind of like a B B sample just taken two weeks apart. It's like the Irish twins of sample. Well,
1: you know, they take the B sample the same day, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So they're just tested two different places. So
3: yeah, it's just two different tests of the same, if same you,
1: so. Yeah. And if the windows for that stuff are pretty small, getting tested a week apart is, I don't know. It's a, it's a reasonable uh, well. thing, but that's why the tainted supplement argument uh, is used so often yeah. because it explains why you would, might have two um <laughs> well
3: you know mr uh mr boseman's is in the same position with the same lawyer now so
1: yep, yep. Every is who is this lawyer? a like, lot of business yeah who, who is this lawyer <laughs> yeah. guy
2: because i want to hire him if i ever get in trouble <laughs>
3: uh-huh. yeah i don't i want to believe i want to have a benefit of the doubt i don't like to rush to judgment either
2: oh i totally I do that's what makes podcast i, mean, I think fantastic. it goes
3: back to the fact that Cycling and so many sports have been so dirty. It's really hard to not immediately just be like, well, that's not surprising. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I think that's exactly it. And I think Paul hit on it in his email too, um, where he said she was my favorite rider, you know, when she was like kind of coming out of nowhere and like sticking it to people (laughs) and like being right up there. And like, I get that because she was my favorite writer for the first part of uh, uh last year, the previous cross season um as well. Cause I was like, who is this? She's rocking it. She's crushing it. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, kind of the same thing. Like by the end of the year, she was winning everything and you're like, okay, Vanderpool, like let's, uh let's <laughs> let somebody else uh, have some wins here. Is that going to be the,
3: the thing people like, say to people that do win too much or doing too well? They're like, uh, okay, Vanderpool, Vanderpool, put it back in your pants. Yeah. yeah, 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 slow, yeah. slow
2: it down Absolutely.
1: boys. <laughs> but the, 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 the disappointment, like cycling has this way of doing this thing where like you, like you try not to get excited about people because you're like, oh, but, you know, what if, you know, or when's it going to happen? And then when you let your guard down for just a second and and somebody starts impressing you and you get excited and you're like, yes, a new exciting racer. And then they get popped. It's real easy to just be like, whoop. I should have never trusted. Why, <laughs> stupid, yeah. stupid me! I did it again. You know, well, and
3: yes, especially yeah, been, the I've writers that, that have while. those big, those big come ups. You know what I mean? Like if you follow a writer for years and maybe they're like slowly improving, or they are like about the sure, same. Yeah, it's one thing, but when a writer sort of like.
2: Like Ricardo Rico just yep. looks into the the souls of people and destroys them. Yeah, Deluca.
3: I mean, when a writer I, that's never done two Grand Tours shows up at his second Grand yeah. Tour of the season and is
2: unbelievably
1: that's why, than it the first so one. that's why I so much. That's why I heard recap. so
2: much when Levi Leipheimer was busted because I would have never yeah.
1: believed it. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah um... Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So um uh, Spencer, quick quick sideway uh, on Segway Street here um. I did find the old photo of the flyer that you once made for uh, our favorite fake punk band called Tinted Supplement out of Denver uh-huh. um, yep. doing the, the double so bill good. with Ulrich from Berlin and Lance and the Armstrongs naturally from Austin. Um, that was a great show um, at the power meter on Sunday, September 27th. Uh, what a <laughs> great, great An day. Amazing show. Yeah. Um, yeah, a good so show. Should we go to the rest of his email though?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I want I just want to touch on one last little thing and uh about the jumping quickly to conclusions a uh, bit which i totally get i totally get the sentiment um i i am in a unique position where i know a bunch of people who are in the actual professional peloton and like who are over there racing uh with her and all that stuff and uh a lot of them are uh were not surprised you know what i mean yeah. so that mm-hmm. uh it's one of those things where like you're like sometimes okay, the story's
2: too good to be true.
1: I'm gonna have to go ahead and side with the people who are actually there in the trenches kind of thing. Uh, yeah. you know, so it's not like exactly a internet keyboard warrior situation where I'm just like, Well, must be must be must be guilty, you know.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense. You know, That's like- why I
2: like to stick away from all the doping controversies and just get into interpersonal relationships between uh-huh. <laughs> Who's dating yeah, oh, who? Way more that exciting. is way cooler. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a much cleaner subject. No, So yeah. Paul continues. And come on, uh-huh. you guys need to get up to date on bad guys because Manon Baker, or Bakker, apologies, Dutch is just 20 in the world ranked number 18 in elite UCI women and fifth in under 23 at Cross Worlds. And she uh-huh. was sacked from the Expreza <laughs> Pro Cross Team this week after mm-hmm. the week after Cross Worlds. For what seems yep. to have been for using equipment in races, which was not provided by her sponsors. <laughs> what do you think of that story? Fan of I the show. Paul, thank it. you so much for the email. I was not aware of this. Um, I, was, yeah. I am 100% behind riders just riding non-sponsor issued equipment. Because what better way to, to enlighten yourself to the uh, powers that be on a team than well, doing that?
3: It wasn't, she was writing. I think it was, not wasn't she was sponsored by Challenge, she's writing to do it's
2: like, come on, everyone's doing that. Well. Well, depends now, on who I, does, who signs your non-existent I, paycheck as yeah. a woman rider. <laughs> cross well, I, I guess part of that too, pay.
3: yeah, like, was she actually making money? Like, I'm sure she was like, oh, F this, like, what the hell, you know?
1: I mean, as a actual former tire sponsor of professional racers, we... We ran into this issue uh from time to time where uh you f- you find the photos floating around on the internet from some rates where your sponsored athlete who you've sent money and, and product to yeah. is not on your product. Yeah. And uh that doesn't go well. It doesn't go <laughs> well at all because uh, you know, we have people we need to answer to and they want answers to why uh why their tires or wheels or whatever it is aren't being used. Uh, and so the hammer will come down and it will come down quickly and swiftly. It's part of being a pro. Um, so, you gotta just, you gotta ride what they give you. Like honestly, uh, these days stuff isn't that different. Like just ride what they gave you. Yeah. yeah. All right. So
2: in the bike world, what do you think is like, what would be the biggest faux pas? It'd have to be riding the wrong frame, right? Like, like, it, like, yeah. like using a white did a label time frame.
1: trial, for instance, on a frame that was not, uh, a BMC, or... yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the, Ro- yeah. the well, Rohan Dennis harder example today, that has to today. be the worst. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: In years past, when everyone so was would be a steel frame, you could pretty easily
2: because like I feel like tires you can kind of get away with a little. Well, let's look unless at they Eddie, have the Perry, green bay in
3: history, like there's a gallery of all the all the tires, and you can walk around and be like, oh, AG2R I is mean, sponsored by Michelin. They are they have a pile of Vitorias today. Like I mean, I mean every time that happens
2: the other big example is in the sh- the crappy weather uh, spring classics you mm-hmm. see everyone rocking the uh, the blacked out scorpion logo from a castelli for the the gaba yeah. jacket that they've got right like so you've got everybody wearing the the black jacket and then there's like why is there all this marker over right where the the scorpion logo would be on a yeah. castelli jacket um, well, that, that, that's another classic one that just is saddles sad.
3: shoes. You know, yeah, but you can kind like, of
2: hide those. Like in shoes, it seems like all these teams have individual riot, like sponsorships because that's how um, the cobbler Adam Hansen gets away with with his own Hansinos, right?
1: right. He's not joining yeah, I mean, a specialized
2: classic, team that you have to wear specialized shoes.
1: The no. classic move is you know whenever you're gonna wear a non sponsored shoe, you just throw your arrow booties over it, no matter mm, what. Yeah,
3: every day go. of the year, you're just so yep. arrow conscious. <laughs>
2: Yeah, look, I, I I saw a picture of you floating around the internet, speaking of aero-conscious, with um, some booties that had some duct tape on them. So uh, we're going to have to get you some new pairs.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was not sponsor correct. But you know what? My toes were my toes
2: were correctly warmer. Well, oh, I know a guy. So. We need to definitely get you some much better uh, uh, booties. Um, do you guys hear that? do mm.
1: um, mm. I hear it, I'm listening. No, something's yeah, something's coming in. Oh, my ah! goodness. What a-
2: Oh, you know what that sound means. It's time to enter Capitalism Corner with Buy, Sell, Trade with your lovely financial advisor, the super rookie, all the way here on the the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Are you guys ready to play? (laughs) I think so. With the 2020 cycling year around the corner, I have some propositions that I have been thinking about, and I need you guys to help me invest our hard-earned sponsorship money. Okay. Okay. Buy, sell, or hold Matthew Vanderpool winning the mountain bike gold medal at the oh. Olympics.
3: Uh, oh, I buy.
1: Yeah, I'm going to buy on that one. All right. Buy I think everything. that's going
2: to be a three-way buy, um, mostly just because Nino Schurter will definitely um, drop out halfway through the race oh, when uh, when Matthew Vanderpool has a, at least a two-minute gap. I was talking to my friend, non, non-friend non of the podcast, Joey, Um <laughs> earlier today and he thinks at least a two minute victory for Matthew Vanderpool and um, I just don't oh, even damn. think Scherter will finish. Um, Alright, uh, moving on. So we, we're in agreement with a buy there. Uh huh. Buy, sell or hold Nairo top three at the Tour de France. Oof.
1: I mean after this week? Mm. Sell. Really? Alright, you're not yeah. playing anymore
2: little guy. Get the, <laughs> the <laughs> office podcast. Come on, man. I'm kind of a hold on this because I'm still worried about the team situation.
1: Oh, you had to remind me about the team, Tim. I was all on hold and then you reminded me of the team and I think I gotta sell.
2: Alright, all right. So
1: uh, I guess we're gonna doesn't make me nervous.
3: So far this year the team has shown me nothing but positive.
2: did you see where Bargiel was? Uh, I'm a little worried that like his one guy that's going to help him in the mountains just was,
1: Yeah, uh, it's the guys, depth that yeah. I'm worried about.
3: You guys, I've uh, told you before how we fix Bargiel. We break his hip.
2: All right, let's. <laughs>
3: Primo's <laughs> Roglic. Way, we knock him down in May. <laughs> he'll be there in July.
2: Oh, I like that idea. Like, let's crash him out now. Uh, Primo's Roglic winning the Tour de France. Sell. So, really?
3: Uh, Jumbo is imploding. There, you could buy. You little guy,
2: you could buy super low on this part of me thinks that this is a no brainer. He's just. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to
1: buy. I'm going to buy on this one.
2: Like, this is a I deal. Think... Like if it doesn't happen, you know, you're like, Oh, whatever. Like he's not the defending champ too many uh, team <laughs> competition. I am a hundred percent a buy on Primo's Roglic winning the tour. I think we could come out ahead on this one. Yeah. Um, but here's
3: it. You got, you got, you got, we've had some, all the other guys having problems, uh knee problem for the coat hanger and Dumoulin, who knows he's broken. He's not coming back for a while. And then there. Constant ketones articles. Something weird doping related is going to come. Up. Ooh, the that's a good point. Ketone articles.
2: There is kind of like, man, Slovenia. He's Slovenian, right? He's yeah. Slovenian. Yeah, Slovenian per capita has a lot of really, really good cyclists right now. And isn't Roger one car, of them? Yeah. Isn't one of the coaches affiliated with like the 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 ketone uh, scandal that's going on?
3: Well, one. Well, I don't. Ketones is not really a scandal. I mean, it's not illegal, but like the the. I think one of them was the. Related to the Bahrain guy who's related to the <laughs> S- Aldermass thing.
2: Spencer. We need to get in on this ketone thing before uh Doc Holly or before uh, dirty cancer <laughs> All right.
3: Um yeah, I've heard and- good things, you guys. You should go go to town.
2: Buy, sell, or hold Anamique Van Vluten winning both the gold medal and the world championships this year in the women's road competition.
1: Man, that's a tough one. Uh I think I think buy. Yeah. I think I'm gonna buy on that now, one. No, she
2: no just you correct me on this. She was going to win in Rio and then crashed, yeah. right? So yeah, there may she be was some the famous crash that, on the downhill. That was the best race of the Rio Olympics for sure. And then for that sure. horrible crash, which like one of the worst crashes I've ever seen. I remember jumping out from my um, couch yeah. yeah, when I saw that horrible, I wouldn't, I want nothing more than her to win the gold medal there besides maybe an American. Um, but anyway, I, I, I'm a buy here too. I think that she's just so ridiculously strong. Um, little guy, what were you? Sorry, me. I'm gonna buy too. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, it th- I think it's <laughs> there. It is. USA Cycling gets two or more medals at the Olympics. Uh, like across all. Hmm. We're track. Yep. yep, little guy. That's USA Cycling. Cycling, yeah, 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 yeah. as in well, cycling.
3: I'm just saying we got BMX and
2: and Lambie. <laughs> Well, Lambie so didn't qualify for the Olympics. Ah, um, I don't
3: care then. I don't care.
2: So two or more medals. I am a hundred percent a buy here because not only do we have the two best BMX racers in mm-hmm. the calendar, we also have Flatland that is now entered into the Olympics. Is it? Oh, I'm so or excited! Like BMX freestyle, yeah. basically. So that's and awesome. we have some of the best athletes <laughs> in the world there, including the top one first and third place women in the uh, BMX freestyle competition. Absolutely stoked on that, including Florida's yeah. own Chelsea Wolf. So I'm 100% a buy here, and I haven't even considered the women's track team. They'll definitely get a yeah. medal.
3: Yeah. Are they still yeah, using the left side buy. drive cranks?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, some okay. of... Yes, some a
3: of change, the... A change to buy. A change to buy.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> got- I love this narr- I love that little guy within... Forty seconds can be completely out of being interested in the Olympics, and then pulled right yeah, yeah. back in. Yeah, he's totally. Well, in.
3: I'm super into Flatland freestyle. Like when I when I was a little like nine year old BMX kid, like that was my jam. I didn't care about big jumps and crap like mm. that. Like I like I, mean, I was into so, Flatland. So little guy that let was me my just, deal. So, so let me just say, a so
1: little guy, are you a buy? Sorry.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna buy now because cool. I want I want to watch All Flatland. I'm super excited
2: three about bu- that. I did So it's three buys. Look, let me just uh, clarify. When I say flatland, I did mean freestyle park. Like, there are some jumps and rails and stuff, but there's not. Like, I like, would rather do just, like, shit.
3: a flat. Like, like I have this sweet You BMX want some Rodney just, like,
2: Mullen-style I want,
3: jumps? I want to watch, like, R.L. Osborne and stuff out okay. there.
2: Okay. Uh, up next, uh, we got uh, four more of these guys. Uh, Cecily Utrip Ludwig will go viral again with a post-race interview. <laughs> oh, 100% buy, 100%. I don't know. It only,
3: it only hasn't happened yet because she hasn't raced yet this year. I think she's going to start but her season at Umloop, man. That's, part of me Umloop thinks is this is a sell. Boom.
2: Part of me thinks this is a sell, and I'll tell you why: is that she got off a team that was mm-hmm. clearly having some like financial issues that got bought by Katusha, right? Mm-hmm. So, and now she has a solid contract with FDJ.
3: Yeah, i i watched uh, I i watched I watched a little interview she gave the other day. Um on the internets and she's still got the energy man still has the energy all right she's bringing it don't worry there's i don't think there's any way to contain
1: tim tim is your worry that uh fdj is not very high on most reporters lists as far as teams to go uh you know find the bus for after the race
2: no i'm saying my worry is that she'll be so focused on her racing and kicking ass and getting top fives like she did last year and won't even need to like worry about a contract the next year like part of life right like i don't need to go seek Uh, out the cameras for these amazing interviews because i I just see i see i just either a won the race and kicked your ass or b i don't want to talk to the camera because i just lost and i am on a mission to win the next race she's that good
1: so you buy it sell or hold tim i am i am
2: a i'm a sell on that
1: Ah, sell Sell? little guy you're a buy
3: Yo, I'm hundred percent a buy. Come on, I've, I've right. never seen her talk for more than two seconds where she wasn't like the most energetic human being I've ever yeah. seen in my life.
1: Oh, I agree. I uh, I don't see that changing at all either. I'm going to buy on this one. Uh, I think she will go viral. <laughs> She'll say something awesome. It's going to be amazing. It will be I if it happens. Wait for it. But
2: um, I'll go out of my bell. way to make it
3: happen. Right, three wanna, more. I no. just want to watch interviews with her all
2: day. <laughs> Remco Evanpole will win a Grand Tour stage. Oh,
1: bye. This year,
2: yeah, we're talking yeah. the man with long I'm shorts. He's only twenty years old. For quick steps, I'm selling. I'm selling. I don't selling. think. It happens. I, don't this think year. I don't even think he gets invited to a grand tour.
3: He's doing the Giro. It's on the calendar, man. Eh. He's, he's he's on the Giro,
2: team but he's on for, such an old that. school team that they'll they'll force him to drop out like the no. first week into the mountains.
3: He's he's like hinting about thinking about going for GC.
2: Yeah, because like, he's twenty yeah. and dumb. He's like amazingly fast, and he is the future without a yeah. doubt. But come on, GC, again,
1: uh, Remco, here, Ella, let me Ella talk Philippe to people. We'll have a little conversation with yeah, him at Some no. point, Remco, you,
2: you, you, t- turn off the podcast, Remco. Just listen to me. Let me let me tell you something, Remco. Just give me a call. I'll, I'll be your new life coach. You're not a Grand Tour contender. You are the new Tom Boonen. Do whatever you can to be the new Tom Boonen.
3: Yeah i think he can go either way at this point
2: he's not winning a grand tour stage
3: i uh, here uh, can i can i ask one tim sure would it, you guys think we're gonna get a Vanderpool remco wout break at one of these spring classics <laughs> all three of
2: them in um, the move god that would be amazing if, if it was just those three and that's then, that's what i'm looking for and just wout elbows three. remco out of the way for second place say like yeah not so fast pal i know my <laughs> this place
1: is, <laughs> this is my spot buddy god. I'd I'd buy on that happening. Yeah, It'll be something yeah. uh, like Dwarves or E three or some some like yeah. minorly major race.
2: Yeah. Um, Dimension Data, aka NTT, being in the top half of the pro tour rankings by the end of 2020.
1: Ooh, wow, that's
3: tough, man.
1: I'm I'm impressed that you went with top half and not top sixty <laughs> percent. <laughs> oh, yeah. well done. Okay, I, I'm gonna change that real
2: quick. Top sixty percent. Of the world uh, tour rankings, God, Spencer, that joke was just sitting right there, and I messed yeah, it up. Oh man, it's I'm right so there mad. On the table, man. But Spencer, thanks for cleaning yeah. that one up. So top sixty yeah, percent, you yeah. guys buy or sell uh, dimension data? The top sixty percent of the I'll world tour rankings.
3: I'll buy at ranking. sixty, at fifty, yeah, eh, but sixty, yeah. Good call, Spencer.
1: Yeah, fifty out of hell. Uh, sixty, I think it's a it's a buy. It's a uh, I think Reese has the uh, the magic concoction uh to make this happen. All right,
3: I mean fi- we, we've they're still in the radio signals, man. We know. How it's happening?
2: I got a, f- a final one here for you. <laughs> Team EF wins Dirty Kansas. Oh, buy sell yeah. or hold.
3: I I already I brought this up a couple weeks on the pod. Set Ben Mark's going to win. All right, f- win DK.
1: I gotta sell. I don't think they can do it. I think they're I think their shot to win was last year. I think there was enough competition to make it exciting and interesting for them but not enough for them to ef it uh up like they generally do is that a new phrase um, <laughs>
3: Did you F it ef it up
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so there's gonna be let's just say there's gonna be a little more uh competition okay. this year a little more uh You know, not quite as wide open. And if you can't do it when it's wide open, I don't see how you're going to do it. So, Uh.
2: Spencer, I'm with you. I'm going to sell. It is going to be a non EF team victory. So, this is the second one here, Spencer Um, and Logai. Since it's Uh. a non EF team winning, (laughs) will Vauders buy, sell, or hold low lowballing the winner for an EF contract for the 2021 cycling season? (laughs)
1: That I buy. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. You just won Dirty Kenza. <laughs> may I interest you in a $20,000 a year contract where you may get an entry into Paris-Roubaix rather than me possibly signing you for, I don't know, like a one-month waiver where you just can't wear your. Oh, my God. I, I 100% buy on Vaughners going after whoever wins, even if it's Stetna, even if it's Ian Boswell, even if it's... Yeah. Some like world say, tour rider Ted King. Guess what? You're Ted coming King. back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Lawrence Hendam.
2: <laughs> yeah, Lawrence Hendam, you're coming back. Vodder's has his eye on you.
1: Yeah. Sounds uh, sounds like we're all in agreement on that one.
2: I'm that's pretty cool. sure that's how that's how Phil Guymon's going to get back on EF. He's going to win Dirty Kansas. <laughs> and then Vodder's will start oh. that love of her again. He's um, already on Enios. guys. That was one hell of an episode of buy, sell, so or hold. The 2020 mm. cycling season. We'll check back in later to see how much money we made. But I just invested thousands of dollars. <laughs> there goes our ability to pay for a hotel room at Dirty <laughs> Um And since all the other rooms are filled, except at the dormitory, I guess that's where we're staying. <laughs> yeah, Living uh, life. That's so good. Little guy, I'm stoked that you're into the Olympics now. I got to say, I'm with Spencer here. Um, it is just a few short months away. Naturally, my favorite event of the Olympics, I was sold on it four years ago, um, and even I think this podcast started eight years ago, was the whole mountain bike racing and how it is just like a dirt Zamboni went across the fields Mm -hmm. and made for Uh some amazing um, single track and some great uh, elbow-to-elbow racing. I am absolutely thrilled. Track racing, I used to be really into, but then they got rid of a lot of the cool events for that dumb Omnium thing. But... (laughs) At least last time in the Omnium, we got to watch Cavendish take out, you know, some riders. That was pretty Not cool. This time, no cav. So, anyway, is there anything else you guys want to talk about?
1: Uh, I think, uh, you know, we should give a brief, just very quick uh, nod, tip of the cap to Lawrence Sweek, who pulled off the Super yes. Prestige overall um, after uh, winning his first victory of the year at the Trek uh, Factory Cup. Uh, getting 16th place and winning the Slow Ride Podcast you know, jersey there. We didn't talk
2: too much about it, but Trek Cross World Cup is coming back again. It is the only American stop on the World Cup calendar. Pretty stoked about that in Madison. Hoping to uh, make it up there again. And with that, we'd like yeah. to thank... All of the members and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network, head over to WideAnglePodium.com and check us out. Check out the family of shows, including Grodio, The Parts Bin, The Gravel Lot, so many great shows, Bike Shop CX, Consummate Athlete, and quick shout out, by the way, to USA Communique. They just had their fifth episode. Once again, fantastic listening. It's a must listen every time it comes across my feed. We'd also like to thank the folks over at Works for the HydroShot Power Cleaner. Head over to yourcleanbike.com and use the promo code GEARUP to save 15% on your entire purchase. We'd also like to thank WHOOP for their continued support. Go to WHOOP.com, W-H-O-O-P. Use the promo code W-A-P to save 15% on your 12 or 18-month membership to track your fitness. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Matt, Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer in Boston, just finishing that, uh, that regular and, uh, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. That's right.
0: The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at The Slow Ride Pod.